Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Danny and Dusty. All right. My rock smashes your scissors. Oh, no, not these scissors, pal. What? This is a uh, special titanium steel alloy. Because we all buy NASA for the space program. These scissors <laughs> smash you right to smithereens. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. Hey, what's happening, Norm? Well, it's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Hour number three, Danny and Dusty. No Danny Morangi is out with the COVID. Uh, rust and dust hanging out with you today. And probably tomorrow. Maybe next. We're not going to be here Thursday. We will be here on Friday. Yep. Um, because we got sporting to do. We do have sporting to do. Damn it. And the boss didn't want to give us the day off. Well, no. <laughs> what were you going to go do? Go Sit at home and do nothing. Spend money? No. I'm not a big Black Friday kind of guy. I tell you what. Tell you what. Come Friday, he's got two thumbs, thumbs going to be hung over. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving uh, is one of my favorite holidays. All, all timer. It's big uh, family one. It's like a, a, my, for my mom and stepdad, that's like the big, uh, that's the big holiday that we do is Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm I'm all in on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm I'm big on the holidays that you know allow you to just gorge yourself on food and not feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even the vegetables are wildly unhealthy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gotta love the green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. Hey, we got some sweet potatoes. What we want to do? Throw some marshmallows and brown <laughs> sugar on them. Okay, perfect. <laughs> are you kidding? Let's go. <laughs> all right. Um, hope everybody has a good weekend. Let's get to a little NFL chatter, shall we? Uh, it was a it kind of just felt like it was going to be a weird weekend as it as it started on uh, Sunday. I mean, I guess right out the gate when you have one game move from Buffalo to Detroit, it already got weird. Um, but Sunday slate of games, I I don't know which is more bizarre because two wild stats are coming out of yesterday's games. And both of these games deserve a lot of the conversation when it when it comes to Week 11 in the NFL. The first one being, if the New York Jets were to have beaten the New England Patriots for the first time since 2015, they would have been in first place in the AFC East. A punt return with 30 seconds to go in the game yeah. 
for a touchdown, sealing the loss, put the Jets in last place <laughs> in the AFC East. A win and they were first place. A loss, which happened, 10-3, and they are in last. Yeah. That is bonkers to me. Mm-hmm. The other one coming out of this weekend is the Minnesota Vikings got absolutely hammered 40-3. to Boy, did they ever. And losing by 37 points put the Minnesota Vikings, who are 8-2 and on the year, second place in the NFC, with a point differential on the season of negative two. <laughs> They're 8-2. and two, <laughs> And they have a negative point differential on the season. To put that into perspective, the Jacksonville Jaguars, your favorite team, Jeff Rust, is three and seven. Yes. Their point differential is plus eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like and what that I mean, all that tells you is the things that we, we knew about Minnesota and, and those uh, and Danny is very outspoken. He doesn't believe in or buy the Vikings as a contender, nor do I. I thought that, that it would be a team that wins the NFC North this year. Uh, in our preseason predictions, had them as the division winner in the NFC North. But I didn't think that that team was a Super Bowl contender. They were just going, the law of averages tells you they lost a lot of close games last year. They're going to start winning those games this year. New coaching staff, I believed that uh, Mike Zimmer would no longer be holding that franchise backing. We're seeing with Kevin O'Connell, it is a little bit better in that regard. But the two losses for the Vikings this year is that 37 just absolute butt kicking that the Cowboys handed to him in a 24-7 loss to the Eagles. Two teams that are good, and those are two bona fide NFC contenders mm-hmm. that they've played. And other than that, they've won all of their games, and they've won those games very tight. So, I mean, that is a crazy number to think about, though, in that you're 8-2 and two on the year, and you have a negative two-point differential. I. Uh, that's <laughs> so crazy. And I'll be damned. And they're going to play some tight games uh, moving forward, too, because they'll probably play a tight game next weekend. They have New England. Then they're probably going to play another tight game because they have the Jets. Um, when apparently the Lions, when they're not blowing teams out like they did last night, they play tight games. You have Jeff Saturday's Colts, which that was a 13-10 game where they they damn near upset the Eagles. And then you have the Packers and the Bears, uh, or excuse me, Giants, all they do is play close games. And then you have two more divisional games, the Packer and the Bears, where that's the second time you're facing those teams this season. Minnesota's probably going to have close games the rest of the way. I mean, that's just the way it is. They don't play any of those truly elite teams um, in the NFC or the AFC, for that matter, uh, coming down this final stretch of the season. So uh, Minnesota's going to be an interesting one. They will be a high seed that will get bounced early because they're going to play a very good wild card team. Yep. And or a division winner in that sec. Uh, no, they're not going to get a bye, in all likelihood. But they're going to be a high seed that gets bounced by a good wild card team like that. It has all the writing on the wall of a team that's getting hot at the end of the year. A lot, like it, it, I will say this: if you have the Minnesota Vikings or a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mm-hmm. which team are you trusting to win that football game if it comes playoff time? And Minnesota is, or, or you have Minnesota in Tampa. I mean, I'm ta- I'm not going against Tom Brady versus Kirk Cousins, right? For goodness sakes, yeah. And that's kind of where, like, Tampa's a five and five team. And over the course of this year, you know, when we're talking point difference, which is a good gauge. I mean, it's not. It shouldn't be what you determine what a good team and a bad team is. 
But you look at over the course of this year, that's a 5-5 five and five team that has a plus-3 point differential. The entire NFC North, by the way, uh, negative point differential. And all of the NFC South, also negative, except for the Buccaneers that are plus three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that division, and it appears that with the, the NFC South, you mentioned that, Kyle Pitts going down with a uh, with, with his knee, he's going to re- require surgery and is likely done for the year as he's been placed on the IR with an MCL injury. So that's brutal news for Kyle Pitts and probably is the – um, final nail in the coffin for the Falcons, which they just need to be healthy. They're five and six, and um, they're not a great football team. They barely beat the no. Bears yesterday. Yeah. They, Cordell Patterson gets a kickoff return for a touchdown. Bears probably win that game. Yep. You know? Um, but that Minnesota game, going back to Minnesota, that team, and you see kind of what the book is on uh, Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. He has got every weapon in the world. Every weapon is at his disposal. But if you hear kind of what the the insiders are saying about kind of what the bugaboo was and where the Dallas Cowboys and Dan Quinn really wanted to attack Minnesota, it was a lack of faith that Kirk Cousins can adjust when you change your coverage post-snap. And basically baiting him into holding in the ball far longer than he could have, where he was getting teed off on. Micah Parsons, when he hits a quarterback, he hits them with purpose. And it is one of those ones where you go, oh, every time he hits them, you just kind of, oh, that, that one looks like it hurt. But if that is the book on the quarterback who has, I don't know, I don't even know if it is arguable anymore. If you look at a in the totality of their skill position groups with Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and now you have Hawkinson at tight end, uh, who is a legit tight end. He has the best group of weapons in the entire league. If your book is that your quarterback cannot adjust when a coverage is rolled post-snap, that, my friend, is the most terrifying thing. And maybe that's just what teams do in primetime games. They disguise their coverages a little bit better, and you can't see them in the dark. I don't know what Kirk Cousins' deal is, but that was, I heard that this morning, and I said, that has got to be the biggest red flag of all the red flags that you have with Kirk Cousins. You know, whether it's, you like that, whether it is his primetime matchup or the fact that he dresses like a Midwestern dad uh, post game. Um, and then they just throw all the chains on him you know, on a on a team flight. Maybe it's his barbecue, uh, barbecuing steaks and tinfoil boats. I don't know. <laughs> this one, to me, even a bigger red flag. Yeah. Even a larger red flag um, than anything else that we've seen from Kirk in, in the Minnesota Vikings. Also of, in, of note in the Vikings game, as if getting beat 40-3 to three wasn't bad enough, which it is. Did you see did you see the Jumbotron? No. Mishap that they had? No. I did not. Okay. Now I saw this thing pop up on social media and I was like, I don't get it. Like when I first saw it I was like, I don't I don't get it. Here's where it, 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 the at the US Bank Stadium on the Jumbotron, they were doing a ha- hashtag skull salute mm-hmm. where fans can hashtag skull salute on Twitter. Or Instagram, and uh, they put up a tribute to men and women in the service in the military. Okay, and uh, Kyle Ruiz 4H on Twitter tweeted out at Vikings 
uh, a picture and it said uh, of a man in his army fatigues and it said this is my cousin Joel who served in the army he's always been an inspiration and someone I look up to for his heroism he is a huge all caps Vikes fan hashtag skull salute um, apparently those that are have very good knowledge and intimate knowledge of the porn industry have uh, noticed that it is the adult film star Johnny Sins <laughs> as uh, in his army fatigues as it was one of his characters <laughs> for an adult film. <laughs> and it was a still shot from that that was put up on the Jumbotron <laughs> during the game at U.S. Bank Stadium. Wow. <laughs> So the Vikings are taking L's everywhere, folks. <laughs> it wasn't just uh, on the field. It wasn't just Mike McCarthy doing the truffle shuffle, which was hilarious. Like, he was sitting there and he was doing this little shimmy <laughs> after scoring touchdowns. Or Micah Parsons teeing off on your quarterback. No, 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 no. No. You got you got God on the Jumbotron as wow. well. That's, that's a good embarrassing one. <laughs> wow. Uh, one more note on point differential. This is, I, I think this is pretty interesting. Okay. Buffalo Bills seven and three on the season, right? Plus one hundred seven. Miami Dolphins also seven and three, plus really? eleven. Really? Jeez. <laughs> All right. Um, this is numbers you can't wrap your head around, right? And we're we're late enough in the year to uh, see these anomalies, man. It, it's quite telling. What also is quite telling is that. Uh, there's issues in New York with the Jets, uh, and they are a a coach that is or a team that is heading in the right direction. They've got the head coach they've been looking for. They knocked it out of the park left and right in the 2022 NFL draft, but there still are the issues that will always be plaguing the New York Jets. Hear about them next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there. 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. All right, we were talking um, Vikings getting absolutely manhandled by the Dallas Cowboys, 40-3, in a game that, uh, if you had money on Dallas, you felt really comfortable really early in that game. Uh, They didn't even have to bring more than four. Uh, This was uh, according to, I think it was, I think I got it from Kevin Seifert of ESPN. He uh, had a nugget that said the... All five of the Cowboys' sacks early in that game came on four-man rushes. Just bringing four. And, like, I get it, and there's a lot of people like, well, it wasn't Kirk Cousins' fault. He had two linemen out. Okay. It doesn't make me trust him anymore. Yeah. I I don't trust Kirk Cousins. (laughs) End of the story. (laughs) I've seen enough of Kirk Cousins to know I will not trust him in the playoffs. Yeah. I will not trust him in uh, a big game in a crucial situation. I trust his guys like Justin Jefferson to bail Kirk Cousins out every now and then, but they can't do that consistently. Um, and having a lineman down, that hurts. That hurt. But you have to adjust. As a quarterback, you can't sit there and play the same game. And it is very simple when the Cowboys are letting people know, yeah, it wasn't just that we they had a banged-up line. We didn't trust that he could read a coverage that we changed post-snap. <laughs> that, to me, is an alarming one. More alarming than having two linemen out is we make a simple change, and as a, a professional quarterback, we didn't think he could do it. Didn't think he could do it. And uh, they paid the price on that one. The other game that uh, everybody's talking about because of the fallout in the aftermath afterwards is the New York Jets losing to the um, New England Patriots. Robert Sala is one of the best defensive minds that we have in the NFL right now. We saw that when he was a defensive coordinator with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, we, Danny and I have talked about this several times before, even starting back in training camp when Mekhi Becton got hurt. And this speech that he gave about not giving up and always being there for his players, and that's how you win a locker room over. You see, one, the talent evaluation of Joe Douglas in that front office in New York They've done a fantastic job of building a roster through the draft and um, finding pieces that work together very well. And Sal on the defensive side, he can get those guys to work together very well. And if Brees Hall doesn't get hurt, you really do wonder what this what this offense looks like at this point in the year, too. But yesterday, they had a meltdown on offense. Um, they punted more times than uh, you had completions for Zach Wilson. That's not good. 
they had, what, two yards of offense in the entire second half. Oof. And they still had a chance to win the football game. It was 3-3 three to three with 30 seconds to go, and a low line drive punt gave the New England Patriots a, punt re- a chance to return a punt, and they returned it for a touchdown, which is the only punt return for a touchdown so far this season. It is, you sky that, you skyball that, and you wait for your guys to get down there, and New England probably takes a knee, and they go to overtime, and all we know about the Jets is they wouldn't have been able to move the ball anyways. But you have so many punts in that game that the guy has one bad punt. It's the last one of the game. It gets returned for a touchdown. And uh, it's pretty dang close to the walk-off touchdown that Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson had. I saw that um, somebody, I think it was on, um, I think it was Greeny on Get Up this morning. He said that they were doing crunching the numbers on it. It's the first time that they could find going back that, Special teams and and defense ended up scoring more points combined than both offenses because it was a touchdown. Right. Right? Yeah. It was like in like the last 40 years or something like that. Um, but it was the fallout that came after the game because when you have more punts than completions, when you have a an offense that can't find a way to get first downs, this is where the rubber meets the road with – the Jets. Robert Sala said after the game, when asked, "Hey, coach, um, what what about your offense there in the second half that couldn't do anything?" Um, yeah, it was dog. Yep, it was dog point. And yes, it was, Coach Sala. You're calling it as you see it, right? Well. This And that is not the headline grabber because I think everybody that watched that football game agrees that that's exactly what it was. But then you have Connor Hughes of SNY in New York. He was talking with Zach Wilson. And it is of note here that apparently there's some beef between Zach Wilson and this reporter. Okay, So maybe that has something to do with this response. But this response right here from Zach Wilson, when he's asked, did he feel as if the offense let the defense down, is what's making headlines and is causing big issues with the New York Jets. As an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. no. Thank you. He says no. Wilson just goes no, no. How in the world can you sit there and you can honestly say as as that game plays out that you feel as if by not scoring a single touchdown, by not getting a first down in the second half, by having to punt more times than you complete passes, that you can say honestly that you did not let your defense down. Well, and if- that is an, that is a big issue with this team, and it has gotten to the point where reports immediately after the game is that his teammates were very upset with the way he was handling himself, acting like he wasn't part of the problem and that the offense wasn't part of the problem to the point where now even today you've got Ari Mayrov, uh, Mayrov of uh, Pro Football Focus is saying Robert Sala is evaluating everything and they aren't committing to Zach Wilson this week as their starter against the Bears. Yeesh. That's not good. Not They're not committing to Wilson to even start against the Bears, where they got a quarterback who can't throw either. <laughs> he can run, though. He can run, and from the same draft class, no less. 
And this is a Robert Sala who has stood up for his quarterback. He stands up for his guys. And the big gripe is that, you know, you have one Wilson and Zach Wilson that is showing a lack of accountability and a, la- a true lack of leadership. The other Wilson on that offense, Garrett Wilson, who's shown flashes of greatness at wide receiver as a rookie, and this is, again, to the credit of Joe Douglas and to the credit of Robert Saul and identifying guys that work to well in their systems and with the pieces they have. Garrett Wilson was, was bluntly honest about the performance of the offense. You were among the more frustrated coming off the field. I mean, is it what, cooled down a little bit, but I mean, what was going through your mind in the moment? Sorry, you out here looking sorry, man. And uh, we know that we're not sorry, so that's that's why it really really hurts. You know, we know that we're better than that. That's why it hurts. Um, that's why it's frustrating for me because because we can beat, we can do more. Um, and I, you know, I, honestly, I feel like they got to put some more trust in the receiver room. I feel like we can go up and make plays, do things, and and um, you know, I, I don't know if, if everyone feel that way, but but hopefully, you know, by the time. Get around next week, you know, everyone feel that way. And uh, we got to have a great week of practice. Nine for 22 passing for Zach Wilson for 77 yards. That is, uh, Garrett Wilson could say, like, hey, put more trust in our receiver room. He's putting the ball up 22 times and only nine catches. And like that, you put more trust in the receiver room. That's going to be with Joe Flacco, obviously. Because it, it comes down to poor decision-making. We saw that in that first game that they played against the Patriots. Remember, that was the three-interception game for Zach Wilson where he was even trying to throw a ball out of bounds, and it got picked off by McCourty. And remember that throw? That throw? Like, even trying to throw it out of bounds, he couldn't even do it that in that game. I mean, we could see Zach Wilson get benched for Joe Flacco. Yeah. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. And... You can have all the faith in the world in your receiving room, but when you complete nine balls and you punt ten times, nope, you're never going to get there. You are never going to get there. He's lost his defensive uh, defensive side of the locker room, Zach Wilson has. He has taken shots by his wide receiver, Garrett Wilson, as you hear right there. And now you have Robert Sala saying he's not committing to anything. I mean, when you're evaluating everything, we'll go ahead and look at the defense because the the defense sure as hell was pretty good yesterday. The defense was fantastic. Three points. Three points. Special teams gave up a a punt return for a touchdown. It was an 84-yard punt return for a touchdown. Your defense has done everything you could ask for, Um, including the fact that, like, one thing I, I heard from Zach Wilson, that bothered me too. It's not getting nearly as much run because of what he said about the no, no, no. But I heard the, the, you know, the conditions being a factor where it was only a factor for him because Mac Jones went 23 of 27 for 246 yards. And this is where the credit to the Jets defense comes in is that you bent but never broke in that game. You weren't allowing those big chunk yards where, you know, even uh, Damian Harris, he had like a the only productive play in the run game for New England. He had a 30-yard run. You had gains of 26, and uh, a couple guys had 20-yard receptions. You didn't let those chunk plays turn into points. Three stinking points, and you lose that game. 
in the final 30 seconds. I'd be upset too. 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Uh, <clears throat> more of your feedback. First is Rust with SportsCenter. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. 250 1080 That is the fan text line. I did not know the fan text line was so pro-Joe Flacco. <laughs> Put in Flacco! Pro-Joe Flacco. Is this... Is this number real? I got to fact check this one here. We were talking uh, Robert Sala, head coach of the Jets. He's uh, non-committal on anything, including who they're going to start at quarterback. But he, uh, this text at 503-250-1080 says, Flacco has more passing touchdowns than Russell Wilson does. Um, I'm going to, I'm looking that up right meow. And Russell Wilson currently has seven passing touchdowns on the season. Uh, he must have passed... Joe Flacco recently, because Flacco's got five. He is ranked 30th in the NFL in passing touchdowns. Zach Wilson, in seven games this year, four touchdowns. Four. Um, Mind you, he almost threw four interceptions against the Patriots the last time that they played him. (laughs) I, I mean, that draft class is getting worse and worse by the day. Um... Because, like, Wilson is, is obviously not taking those strides, and people have been very high on Zach Wilson at, at different times. And there are flashes that you see it, that you do see it. But the thing about a quarterback is the it factor. And whatever it is, everybody's searching to kind of define whatever it is. And it's what Josh Allen has. And Patrick Mahomes, he has it. And in a completely different way, Justin Herbert even has it. Um but the guys who don't, in it becomes quite apparent, is those guys that have it's an in, that innate ability to get people to to buy into what you are doing and even through your flaws, still be able to succeed. And you see it. I mean, Tom Brady may be the master of it, but Zach Wilson, for whatever whatever it is, you just don't see it right now, um, because we heard it from Garrett Wilson that kind of lack of faith the we need to trust our receivers more we just throw it up we'll go get it well obviously you guys won't because he only has four touchdowns this year <laughs> yeah, right. but it comes down to a faith and a trust that the right the ball will be going to the right place at the right time and that that goes a long way uh, for your receivers and kind of your confidence with your entire team and you're seeing that across the board with a lot of these quarterbacks and i think that that might be why People are so into leaning more and more into Justin Fields as maybe he can make it work. 
is because of the fact that there still is a that like blind faith with the Chicago Bears. They're they're kind of like, no, we can do it. We can make it work. We can band aid this bad boy and wait for him to come around. Because that was what they did in Buffalo with Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen did not have the glaring holes that Justin Fields has. He had a lot of holes that were, can a guy become more accurate from being a a middle-tier accuracy guy to what Josh Allen has become, which is like doing weird cartwheels, like he had that weird falling down touchdown yesterday, um, and he can still put it on a rope to the spot and using that arm strength and marrying that arm strength with accuracy. Uh, And Herbert has that in spades. Like Herbert makes ridiculous throws all the time. And everybody in the NFL, even the guys who have noodle arms, they're ridiculously strong arms. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They they can wing it. They can wing it. But Allen needed to become more accurate. And everything else he had. Fields has got – you've got – reads, progressions, mechanics, footwork, and then can he become more accurate? A lot of questions there. One thing that that guy can do, he can run an effing football. And he gave his team a chance yesterday. He gave his team a chance. And Colt Komet, we're having more ridiculous one-handed catches this year than I can remember in quite some time. Because we have back-to-back weeks. Like, if Justin Jefferson's catch against Buffalo hadn't happened a week before, that one-hander that Cole Komet had yesterday would be the catch of the year. He would be, no doubt about it, the catch of the year in the NFL. Um, But it just so happens that one of the best catches in NFL history happened a week ago. (laughs) Nobody knows. And it won uh, Minnesota a football game. So, congratulations, Justin Jefferson. Um... We got Monday Night Football tonight, Mexico City. Mexico City. Ryan Buckley has gone full-on Rye Guy from the Bay. He is here getting ready for primetime. Uh, he's got his 49ers sweatshirt on. You have the 49ers taking on the Cardinals. Uh, it appears that the Cardinals are going to be without um, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. That seems problematic for a team um, that is reeling at 4-6, and six, going up against a 49ers team that looks to be getting healthier by the day. And... We're talking about teams that you trust earlier. I do not trust Kirk Cousins. Therefore, I do not trust the Minnesota Vikings, even though I like Zadarius Smith. I love Justin Jefferson. I love Adam Thielen. I love Dalvin Cook. I love uh, 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 Hawkinson, the tight end, TJ Hawkinson. I like a a lot of the pieces that they have. I even like Kevin O'Connell, their coach. I do not trust Kirk Cousins at all. So I don't trust the Minnesota Vikings. Jimmy Garoppolo has his flaws. We we were just talking about the it factor. <laughs> He's got it in spades, man. They will follow him like a lemming over a cliff because that dude has got that locker room and has got the ear of every dude in there. And this all just is like pointing to Estadio Azteca tonight. A 49ers romp over the Arizona Cardinals. And that, that final signal of, we're not going anywhere, man. Yeah. Niners Niners are going to be a force to be reckoned with in a wide-open division in the NFC West now that if you look at the West and how the West will be won, uh, they can improve to 6-4 and four with the win, be tied with the Seattle Seahawks atop the the division. And the Seahawks are a fantastic story. And like, the, like a texture said earlier, like the big winner of 
the week 11 in the NFL was the Seattle Seahawks who did not play uh, because they were in Germany last week. No, 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 no. It was the Seahawks because the Denver Broncos lost because Devontae Adams went ridiculous mode, scored a touchdown in a walk-off, and that is going to be a tiebreaker that will benefit the Seahawks tremendously come draft positioning time because that pick from Denver is going to Seattle, and it's getting better and better with every win Seattle picks up and every loss the Broncos take. That That's going to be the story of the year, is what does that pick actually turn into come next April? It's going to be a good one. Yep. It's going to be a good one. Well, and how much longer after this season do they commit with uh, Geno Smith, too? Or do they go the QB route? Can you jump off of Geno at this point? Think of that. Can you jump off of Geno Smith right now? He is, one, handling this team to the, the top spot in an improbable start. Is he a Mahomes or is he, heck, even, I, I mean, I don't, he is, he's not in that upper tier. He is a good quarterback. He is, he's in your Kirk Cousins tier, but um, can you move off of him because he feels also like he is the style of Pete Carroll, the risk averse, be okay with running the ball first and taking your shots over the top. If he can keep DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett happy, but then also can you move off of your quarterback then because of the style you want to play? And I think unless you get that Denver pick in a spot where you find a guy that you fall in love with in this draft class and you say, no, 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 he's our guy, why? I think that's a very hard one to sell (laughs) is moving off a guy, especially if you end up winning the West. Now, if you're a wild card and you're scratching clock, yeah, go get that quarterback, man. You go, you go get it if that if that's the guy. But here's the thing: is that the Seahawks have a great luxury. They have a great luxury of they can pick whoever they feel because you've got a guy that all right, we can resign him for a reasonable price. Nobody's going to go overspend for Geno Smith, and if you bring him back um, next year, you can use him on a one year deal to groom your his replacement. And well, he is at a point in his career where he understands that. Yeah. He entered this year with that understanding. Well, yeah, it, it, look, too, it's not exactly like the Seahawks are lighting up the world. They're 6-4 and four in, in what is a very average at best division this year. You know, the Rams are underperforming. The Cardinals are the Cardinals. They do do, baby. Yeah. Yeah, the Rams are, Rams are F them picks. They are going to want a lot of those back. <laughs> They're going to need them. Um, in the Seahawks' schedule setting up, uh, for the remainder, they do have the that Rams team twice. They have the Raiders and the Panthers who have punted on their season. They have the Jets still looming to where who knows what they're looking like in four or five weeks when that game happens, if the implosion continues <laughs> in New York. Uh, and they have, they'll have a really tough one where they go to Airhead. They got a favorable schedule for this final push. It will be exciting to see. And they have one more meeting with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, and they kind of back-to-back those. Niners in Seattle, and then a trip to Kansas City. All right, let's get you set for what's coming up uh, today on The Fan. Um, America goes down. Danny and Dusty.
Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, so good little Monday, middle Monday. Still sticking with it. Uh, Jeff Rust, um, round of applause and salute to you. A hungover performance <laughs> um, akin to Michael Jordan's flu game, who also hung over. <laughs> yep, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yes. Me and Michael Jordan, both world-class athletes. Well, Wait, what? world-class performances. How about we just call it that? There we go. We good there? Yeah. All right. A, a world-class performance um, by you. I'm very proud of you and the work that you put in right there. Great day today. You went to the All Fantasy Everything podcast uh, recording last night at Revolution Hall. Um, way to go, dude. Yeah. It was worth it. Worth 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 the pain today. Mm. 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 Did you get uh, some of the good belly laughs going on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are we gonna have to just wait for the pod to come out? Or oh yeah, I don't want to spoil. I can't ruin anything. Spoiler? Yeah. No spoiler alerts. No spoilers. All right. Did you think of it, it because the the uh, draft that you saw? Mm-hmm. Un, uh, unpopular opinions that you will die on. Yes. What is yours? Ooh. Uh, oh. I gave you. I gave mine earlier. This will rouse I, some people I, up. I immediately got an F. Anthony Brown when I said Anthony Brown wasn't that bad. <laughs> you he was not the problem. Nope. And some, people got really mad on the text line. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I will say Washington drivers worse than Oregon drivers. How about that? Throw that out there. All right. Yeah, that's. I, I, it's rather popular with me. <laughs> it's a rather popular opinion. I'm on or, my or another one. Uh, if you drive around in the daytime with your brights on, you are a serial killer. That's or, fair. You know, yeah, you're an evil, evil person. A serial killer. Yeah, evil, evil person. All right. Well, um, I am sorry for you, and in that, uh, that I think also is a popular opinion, though. Yeah. I mean, who drives around with their brights on in the middle of the day? Right. Nobody. Nobody. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, coming up today on the fan, we got Primetime with Isaac and Suke coming up right after us. And we got Duck Insider. We are going to have uh, Oregon, Oregon State uh, throughout the course of this week. Um, we're going to be going to that one because we got a rivalry game where both of these teams held up their end of the bargain leading into it. The Ducks, they were impressive on the defensive side of the football against Utah uh, this past weekend. They have got uh, they've got some demons they need to exercise, though, on the injury front because it looks like Bo Nix was a shell of himself and how different that, that offense looks when he hit the threat of him running is not there. Uh, they also need to get healthy up front. Uh, but the defense, they did more than enough to beat a very good Utah team on Saturday night right here on the fan in the Beavs. Went down to Tempe, and they crushed Arizona State, and that's great to see. And this is going to be a very good game come Saturday afternoon. It'll be a primetime game, 12:30 kick. It is the most college football thing you can have, a rivalry game. There will be 29,000 people rocking in Reeser. It'll be Ducks and Beeves, and we'll have all of the coverage coming up here on the fan. Our coverage on Saturday starts at 8 a.m. leading up to kickoff. A little uh, reminder for this week's programming or programming. 
Uh, we are off on Thursday. We will be here on Friday, though. Uh, and, of course, we'll be here all day Wednesday getting you through uh, what will be a hellscape of traffic on Wednesday. You know, that may be... Holiday traffic pisses me off. Right? Oh. Grinds my gears, man. <laughs> Every time. It's like, in a hurry to get nowhere. In a hurry, in a hurry to get to relatives that you're going to be bickering with. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. We will uh, be back tomorrow from noon to 3. Um, go ahead and get your text. Fire off your text to Danny Meringue because he is... Uh, he needs or your tweets off to Danny Moran. He needs them right now. He's go, he's going through the sicknesses. He's feeling okay though. He's got the COVIDs. Yeah, so this isn't self-inflicted like mine. Oh, your hangover? That's yeah. not a sickness, dude. <laughs> oh, sure it is. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah, I just got this sickness. I've succumbed to partying and having a good time. All right, we will see you tomorrow from noon to three. Up next, prime time with Isaac and Suk right here on 1080 The Fan on location from Alena. Pretty good, but I'm running out of beer, which is a problem, and weed. But that's my own fault. I should have stocked up ahead of time, honestly. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.